Hello and welcome to JCast, home of the JYEP. Today we're going to be talking about life after death. I'm Sage, and with me we have Airflu, Alexander, Bion Baloo, Renati. I am a human. They say. <laughs> yeah, I mean we don't have any evidence. <laughs> yeah, just. Come over to my uh, big open yard. We have some cows, too. They haven't been disappearing. I won't give you that idea. <laughs> so, um, I guess we, we can start about uh, how we want to die. <laughs> what would be the best way mm-hmm. to go? Blade the glory or quietly? Oh, man. I, I probably would want to just go to bed while I was sleeping. Really? Like- one day just not wake up. Uh, really? You didn't I wouldn't want to know the day. I think that's like... just the easiest way to go, isn't it? Who wouldn't want to? Yeah. Yeah, you don't even really realize it's happening. I would rather go out in pain and um Why? <laughs> but, Why? but but go out in a in a um glorious way like that uh, <laughs> No not I don't know, just like bathing myself in like uh, turtles. In turtles. <laughs> well, in turtles. Yeah. The idea of going. What about, what mean, about jumping know. off a cliff? Huh? What about jumping off a cliff? But like, not committing suicide though. Like where you thought you would live, but you didn't. I mean, that's like, just you thought, kind you of thought you were about to go bungee rope. So but basically, you died. you're just stupid. No, no, like you, no, no, like you thought you were about it. You thought you were gonna bungee jump, and then the bungee jump rope broke. Oh, yeah. So you, you're you thinking you're having a fun time. You're like the acceleration of going down, and then you just splat and not get back up. You just keep. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it'd be quick. I mean, it's not even like you hear the noise of the snapping either. I mean, high speeds have never killed anyone. It's the sudden lack of them that gets you. <laughs> the sudden deceleration. I mean, going out in a glory reminds me of a story where elderly citizens in Japan, I think, volunteered to clean up radioactive waste because they would not live long enough to be able to. <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of. <laughs> they wouldn't. It would take about 20 to 30 years <laughs> for the effects to set in, though they'd be incredibly severe once they did. But they weren't going to live that 20 to 30 years anyways. So they all volunteered to do it. So that the future generations would have a world where that wasn't risk. Imagine how bad they would feel if all of a sudden you could live forever. Oh my gosh. What would you guys do if you could live forever? Live forever? (laughs) Do you guys think you'd get bored or not? Yeah, I would totally get bored. The idea of eternal life, that means a whole bunch of needs are thrown out the window. A whole bunch of jobs become meaningless, and that allows a new era of artists and writers and designers, people working in every single medium, creating experience never before thought of. What? With videos, budget. Bro, also, what about the people that don't want to work anymore because they don't have to get food, they don't have to well, have any what? more necessities? Is it going to be like where you still get hungry? Or because if you're a mortal, um, I feel like there's two two ways it could go where 
either like you don't die like say you jump off the cliff and you just don't die but you feel everything yeah um, where you, you still feel pain or yeah that um, would kind of suck because you can still get if, sick or something what if you want to die well like what if you come to one day where you're like i want to die well you can't die you think i think immortality yeah, is something that Lots of people think they want it, but once you have it, I feel like yeah. you don't want it anymore. After. I think in le- I think in like twenty years of everybody being immortal, reproduction will be totally banned. Like if you were to do it, you would live in like the bottom of a, of a pit in the ocean or something like that. That like, it's seems just... needlessly cool. Yeah, well, we I mean we probably wouldn't need as many resources, so we could probably have more people on the earth too. What about wealth distribution? Like, do you think some people will still be, like, richer than others? What I'm saying mm. is that with immortality, philosophy has infinite time to grow and develop. So, I have a feeling that after enough time, wealth will probably just we probably get robots for all of our jobs for us. And we simply get off of their work. Robots, yeah, but if you're immortal, then you don't have to buy food or any of that. So then you won't want to work unless you enjoy your job. So then the our evolution will be slowed down tremendously because nobody will want to do the jobs of building technology because you don't have to get the money to buy food. You can just live. Who doesn't like food? If you don't oh, need yeah. food, yeah, you I mean, for the I don't know. In this in this scenario, I guess you don't need food, but who doesn't want food? Yeah. We need to draw the line between the ability to not age and the lack of death, because there's a distinct difference between a world where, yeah, you can live a few centuries if you want, but you can also be hit by a bus and die. Exactly. Versus, there is literally no way for you to die. No matter what you do, you're going to live because I don't know. We need to draw a line mm. somewhere. And we need to focus on what we're talking about. Because we can't have a good discussion if we're flip-flopping between the ideas of you, ate, you don't age or you don't die. Yeah, well, I think if you if you just never died, like if we were incapable of dying, I don't we would never get to the afterlife. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm thinking with the eternal age, we'd probably develop robotics and then all jobs that are mostly manual labor, things that do not require a human, can be done by robots and machines. The only jobs left for humans will be ones that require a lot of cognitive processing or a lot of thinking or something that ai will never truly be able to do only imitate i mean i guess ais can't make the right decisions sometimes but i think ais are already to the point where they can do equations and all that they can think on their by themselves no but ren is saying something like they because ai cannot be they cannot create truly new experiences on the same level with the great works across history. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. They'll only ever be limited to imitation. But they cannot make something truly new.
Yeah, that makes sense. Because obviously they're created by humans. And um, it's just hard to think about um, that they could do something that's never been done before because, you know, humans created them, uh, humans, um, and they have to get the thinking from somewhere, you know? I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but have you guys seen a simulation where the, the, the red guys and the blue guys, they have, like, oh, yeah, yeah. objection, game. right? Yeah, the game. And then the developers can't even think of a, a, any other conclusion than what they did, but they found an exploit in the game where they can, like, get on top of oh, yeah. an oh, yeah. object. You guys seen that before, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Simply because of neural network form of AI evolution. Basically, the way that works is that each generation of AI, you have, let's say there are 10 AI, and they will, for a series of nodes in their computer brain, be randomly built with completely random Ren, we can't really hear you that well right now. At least I can't. With yeah, he's might keep going far away. They probably won't be very good, but they will be a thing. And after that first generation, the best AI will be cloned, so there will be 10 of the best one, and then each clone will be slightly modified. And then they test again, and again, and again, where slowly, the AI stops struggling the word, the, stops being the least ineffective, and start actually being effective and doing what they're supposed to. So, that um, exploit was simply the AI going, this is the most effective way to do it. And we're already at the point of, there's an AI that creates other AIs. Yeah. And they're creating AIs in, in a better way than we could either. And the funny thing is, you'll Ooh, never hear an interview about a Google employee talking about the YouTube algorithm. For two reasons. One, Google doesn't want that information being shared to competitors. But two, because those developers don't know how it works either. Even if they looked into the black box of code, they wouldn't be able to decipher head or tail of it. It would just be an incomprehensible mess. And that's what AI end up being. You, unless you handcraft it, using that neural network method to build AI will make it so you can't really understand what it's doing at the end. Yeah. Well, I think we're getting we're getting a little bit off subject. I guess. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, our our lives, like you know, if we became immortal, our lives would be probably supplemented by AI and everything, but I mean, we'd, we'd, you'd probably still want to have the chance to pass on to the next world because, I mean, it's, to be honest, it's probably a whole lot better than yeah. this one. I mean, we don't really know that much besides that there is one, right? I mean, we don't even know that. The thing is, about the afterlife, the ones who know can't tell us, and the ones who tell us can't know. Exactly. Unless you believe in uh, mediums and, and people who can travel to the world, you know, in their dreams and stuff. I guess, but I don't. From a simple from a simple point of view, those who tell us about the afterlife can't truly know about what 
its contents are. But in religion, they say they are. Those are the ones who can't know, and yet they tell us. Because if those people knew what the afterlife was, it would be consistent across all religions, right? Well, I mean, there are there are key consistencies. Yeah, every single religion believes that there is one, and that. I mean, I guess I don't. I'm not sure. Does Hinduism believe that there is one? I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, they believe in the afterlife, uh, or at least their own version. I don't know a whole lot about it, though. I was I'm, always under the I impression know. that if you, you, you can get reincarnated as, like, an animal or something. That's Buddhists, sure. I, I think, you're thinking about. Yeah, they believe in reincarnation, where you may come back as a different human or a animal depending on how you were in life exactly yeah yeah so i guess in that case it's not really no there's an afterlife it's just we're already there we are living the afterlife of generations before us and will live the afterlife of generations further true there's i know that there's a story in the baha'i faith about uh this guy who Baha'u'llah told uh, all about the afterlife and he, you know, he told him what the afterlife was like. And this guy immediately committed suicide. He jumped off a bridge and drowned himself wow. because he couldn't stand living on earth a second longer knowing what the next world is like. Wow. Dang. I mean, technically, depending on your point of view, there are actually a few people who could know what the afterlife is like. There are people who have died and come back to life due to medical miracles of the modern age. They have maybe had heart attacks and all of their bodily processes shut down, but doctors managed to revitalize them and bring them back from the dead. So it's maybe possible that they saw the afterlife, if only for a split second. Well, I'm a Baha'i, and I believe I believe that, like God, God sent the messengers, and same with a lot of my Christian friends believe that Jesus was. I wouldn't say a real. I mean, there is. I have a friend who legitimately believes that, and I'm not saying this is wrong, but that Jesus is a re- is a reincarnation of God. So in, I in thought the Christians thought that God Jesus know? was like the Son of God. No, I'm just saying. I, I think that he is a subsect of uh, of just some kind of Christian, and he he believes that he genuinely does. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying, in that case, if would God know wh- what? I think he would, obviously, right? Because he created it. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say so. All right. So in that case, let's just pretend it exists. What do you think you would do? Like, would you be able to fly? Would you be able to create your own planets? I'm thinking the best form of the afterlife is one where you are given your own entire yeah, universe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You're not being in some other universe or something. But you can also peek into other the Earth that we are on right now. So you can look into this universe 
And if you want, you can just copy what you Yeah, what I think the see. best form would, uh, like you're saying, this is just a test to see how life on this planet is. And then you can build your own planet from seeing how this planet went. I don't know. Maybe it's even a strange layered thing where we are all living on a universe created by someone in the afterlife of a different world entirely. Maybe it's just yeah. some sort of layers all the way down. This is all really hard for human brains to comprehend. But like, ima- imagine like there was n- there was no time. Like you can legitimately do anything. Like you can't get bored. Because I was thinking, I-, I was just thinking right th- right now. That wouldn't you get bored after yeah, you create your universe? Uh, I was thinking the same thing. I think it would be cool. And I saw this show um, called The Good Place, and it's basically all about the afterlife. Um, yeah, and at the at the last episode, um, they're given the choice to just like end it, like everything, like you just don't exist anymore. And I feel like that'd be a cool option to have in the afterlife. Is once you get bored or whatever happens, uh, you can just not exist anymore. But I don't think it would be possible to get well, bored because imagine this universe, it's totally infinite. Whenever you get bored somehow from doing one planet, you can just start a whole nother planet or do some other thing. If you're an omnipotent being, you can do anything. Yeah, but you would get bored of making what? a planet. And after you make a two trillion planets, I mean, I bored? guess. But and you can also here's... do something else. You're an omnipotent being. You can do anything. Here's the thing. I'm gonna get a weird example, but in games like City Skylines, Prison Architect, games where you get to build your own locations. I play that game. I always seem to be starting up new prisons, but I don't make them different. I make them fairly similar. Same style, same locations built with the same thought process i'm basically just making the same thing over i feel like that's how minecraft because have you have you ever gotten bored of that hmm have you ever gotten bored of that i mean it's not a game i play too often so no but if that was the world you lived in where you could create anything on a whim i feel like there'd be a lot of times where you end up creating basically the exact thing oh same thing over and over again well, I, mean, I don't think there would be a lot that... of times because I feel like you can make hundreds of trillions of worlds and and still there would be no world like Earth, like at all. Like where let's say John White was born on January. Well, if you're 6th, an omnipotent being, you can make that happen. You can no make wise. the same stuff happen the same day, the same Yeah, you can make it happen, but like if you were to create your own world, would it have its own randomness? And probably would have to by nature of reality. I think it would be cool to be able to just watch worlds that you don't have any control of just grow. See what happens when you don't... I don't know. I mean... Yeah, it could be like TV. Like, you just watch everything and it's like... It's like the world's best cable show. You can watch everything and anything. I mean, in the game World Box, it's a little simulation game where you can blow everything up. But you can also... Put down a few humans, a few elves, a few dwarves, and a few orcs. Oh my god. Of your big map. And you can just watch them. They'll build their cities. They might go to war. The worlds will expand and change, and you don't need to have a hand in it. It's really interesting. Well, I mean, this is all also assuming that we're going to be thinking the same way in the next world as in this world. 
Whereas, you know, we're going to be far more enlightened. And, you know, if, if you look at, you know, people who become enlightened on earth, I don't think they ever get bored of anything. They, they just live in peace. And they, they just strive for more and more knowledge, right? Would you yeah, agree? you're just continually growing. But would that like I don't think I don't think boredom would even be like a thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you are an omnipotent being, you can create your own boredom. <laughs> so boredom and omnipotent being they if there is omnipotent being there is a guarantee that boredom is at the very least possible if you have some insane wish for it if you want well i mean that can just leave to, lead to like paradoxes and stuff like that where like uh, if he can lift a if god can lift a rock and he can make a rock so strong but anyways let's let's just touch touch off this topic unless you guys have anything else well, what other sort of topics are you thinking? I want to ask, like, in the afterlife, do you think you guys would, like, be able to see, like, not see, like, to interact with the people you've met on Earth? Well, what I'm thinking is that you're omnipotent, right? You have your own universe to control. But I have a feeling that maybe you could go from universe to universe seeing those that you knew on Earth and talking with them and working with them. You know. Or maybe there's also like a central, like a central world, yeah, where, that everything revolves around, where like everyone can go and meet up together and and enjoy each other's company and talk and like. This is going to be an awful comparison, but again, mortal minds. The shopping mall of the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got a special location, all the services you need, places to meet up and talk. So it's, it's, it's a shopping mall. <laughs> I'd rather have Ikea. <laughs> the Ikea of the afterlife. Oh, now you got me thinking of that. I mean, I, I even then, you know, I think we're still <laughs> thinking way too small. <laughs> I mean, well, I know something from a book. It was it's a book in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series where there was a machine that from an infinitesimally small thing, which because of the book's humor was a piece of cake, could process the entire universe, everything that's ever happened, everything that ever will, and display all that at once. And it's described as the woman who used it seeing everything at once and then nothing. Because the her mind could simply not comprehend the scale and infinity of it. So she died instantly. Sounds about right for a mortal mind. You guys think you keep your memories after when you die or no? Oh, yeah, because sure. what's the point of being yeah. on the mortal world? If... What's the point of being on the world if, if nothing happens? Yeah. 
Uh, and the whole idea of you can't take it with you kind of fall up, falls apart in a way with our idea. Not because you can, because you can't, but you can just make it anyways. So there's still some value to physical possessions because you know of them and you know that you want that. I mean, uh, there you go. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't think it's going to be really interesting. I think. When you're in a world of like infinite possibilities, physical like things like gold don't have any meaning at all. I agree, one hundred percent. And then, what if you saw something on Earth, our Earth, and you wanted that? You could just grab it and basically drag it up for you. Or like, I don't know. It's it kind of reminds me of like if you played a game for a while, like on creative mode, like in like. You can just have an infinite number of everything. Like it doesn't real. You don't yeah. really care for it anymore. Yeah. Like if you're in God mode, like it doesn't really like you don't even care about making money because everything is like available to you. It doesn't have yeah. any meaning. Well, do you guys think you'll ever reach the power that no. God has? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, yeah. If you have this world to control, you are a god to them. I mean, you still, I mean, I guess you, you can't still make a, like, you can't make it so the people that die in your universe go, I mean, theoretically, since we're omnipotent and can do whatever we want, I mean, I guess you could, but. I'd, I'd say we'd still be working within the, within the, like, channels that God gives us. It's like, if, if you're playing a game, even if you're on creative mode, you're still playing it however the, the coders designed the game to be played, and, and. You know, assuming you can't manipulate but the code directly. What if it's a system of layers? What if the god in our eyes is simply someone in the afterlife of another universe? What if all the people in our universe go but, on to but, a similar afterlife of their own? What if it's just layers the all the way thing, down and all the way up you... an endless stream of universes and creators having a short time of mortal life in one universe and then going on to create their own. Everyone raising their own universe to be their way. I mean, I'd say that would be that would be God with the lowercase g. I just don't <laughs> think... But there has to be a start somewhere, right? Like, someone has to be the beginning person, and he has to be recognized Here's as the, God. I mean, he doesn't have to be, but that, that would be the person recognized as Here's God, the right? Thing. There's a story of... I can't remember the name now, but the man who holds up the earth. And someone asks, well, what holds up him? A turtle. So what holds up that turtle? Another turtle. Yeah, yeah it's, just, this. it's turtles all the way down. It's like yodel. But then what's holding there up the turtles? The bottom earth, layer. I guess. That's the thing. If you say what's holding up the earth, there's nothing holding it up. It's flying through the universe, holding itself together with gravity. So, well, then no one would be holding no it up. Gravity would. You can have the idea of infinite layers. There doesn't need to be a starting point because you can't name a starting point for Earth because we're thinking in terms of gravity well, and physics. You don't need a starting point. I mean, if you're thinking about the the idea of layers, like 
in if you think in three dimensions it would be like a sphere right spherical layers kind of like a like a magnetic field has you know an infinite number of spherical layers or in whatever shape you know it it becomes but there's a, there's a center to all that an originating point and maybe there is an originating point and our sphere is just simply ever expanding growing further and further to encompass more and more people maybe it's simply growing taller and taller from that starting point but how would that starting point start why would it begin at all <laughs> it I guess it, I guess it wouldn't someone, start. Why would something, for lack of better, for a better way to put it, why would something come from nothing? In the Big Bang, there was something. There was everything. It was compressed in a very small point. But well, where did that come from? Maybe previous universes. Who knows? Not us, because we can't go back. We can't go back before that. So. Or, in I, I think in a lot of, I think there's there's a big misconception that like there's a conflict between science and religion, in that in the, in the case of the beginning of the universe, but really I think everyone's just saying the same thing in different terms. You know, there's a big bang, and I know a lot of Christians say, oh, there was no big bang, but I mean maybe that's how God created the universe. Maybe He spoke a word and everything came from a big bang which was like, you know, say God's mouth, and it, it expanded into reality. Um, yeah. Who's to say, oh, everything in the universe happened because this dot exploded, or everything in the universe exists because some guy spoke. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, Muslims do believe that the world was created because, and in, in, uh, Baha'is also say that in the long obligatory prayer that they said the words B and E were combined and that's how this entire world was created by it, because he's just such so great that, that that's all that's needed to be created and that, that's how it was created. And I mean who knows? Is God did God come into existence first and then create this universe? God coming from an empty void and then filling it? Or did he come from somewhere else I mean, and then fill the void he entered? It's. I don't even think there could have been a, such thing as a void I mean, before God. Because for there to be a void, there has to be something that's not yes. a void. So it's more, for analogies, Was did God appear in an empty room and then decorate it? Or did he walk into an empty room? Is the empty room the only thing he's ever known? Or was there something before? I mean, if you, if you ask any religion that believes in, you know, one God, they'd probably say neither. The thing is, then, then what was it? I think it's beyond any comprehension. I don't even think we could start to comprehend. I mean, philosophers try their hardest. <laughs> I mean, I think even the concept 
of a beginning falls apart in in the big picture of things so then you can think back to the loop if we're thinking there is no beginning then it might just be endless loop yeah i when i was uh little i used to just try and even think about um infinite uh um in the number sense uh that and i just kept on thinking it's you know it's a million plus one or it's like a trillion plus one more and it's just you you can't comprehend it yeah so i remember something there is an infinite hotel no matter how many people arrive they can always make room for more one day it has infinite people there but one person comes up and wants a room. Well, it's simple. They just move the person from room one to room two, the person from room two to room three, and so on and so forth. And, but the thing is, this infinite hotel is equally as big as the one nearby, because analogies, where the rooms are numbered from, instead of just one, two, three, four, as starting from two and then staying at only even numbers but they're equally as large but because for every room number in the first hotel you could simply double it and you have a room in the second and one one time if you had infinite a bus infinitely long come up to the infinite hotel you could fit every single passenger on the bus into the hotel Simply move the person from room one to room two, person from room two to room four, and clear out every odd-numbered room. Because there's an infinite amount of odd-numbered rooms. So you can fit infinite people in your infinite odd-numbered rooms. You're killing my brain. <laughs> this is what happens when you engage somebody who's it makes- very mathy with the concept of infinity. <laughs> Well, it's uh, 4.13. If you guys want to wrap this up uh, with any final thoughts. That we'll never know the real truth until we, until we ascend. Sounds about right. And then even then, you know, even once we're in the next world, it might take us an infinity to figure it out. <laughs> well, just don't book an, a ticket on an infinite bus. It takes forever to get off. <laughs> All right. So. All right. We'll continue uh, with a new discussion next week and uh, we'll figure out what the topic is. Do, if do, any... you, know, do you know how to save this? Yeah. You. you okay. And you're just going to take care of it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, All right. Bye. See you guys next Saturday. See you in the Infinite Hotel.